0: Hey guys, so if you don't know me, Monica de Jesus, we've been here about two years. um, And my husband is the worship leader and I am in charge of first impressions and the building. And honestly, it has just been a blessing to be part of Mosaic. Uh, We've been parts of other churches and I just want to tell you Mosaic is unique and it is a blessed church. You are blessed to be part of this church. Let's just pray before we start. Dear Jesus, I pray that you would just be with us the remainder of the service. I pray that you would use my words to speak what you would like us to to hear. And I just pray, Lord God, that we would not leave this place the same, that you would change our hearts, that you would start with mine. In your holy name I pray. Amen. So we've been talking anonymous and so when pastor angel asked me to speak about anonymous i was like okay you've all the good ones already so who am i going to talk about but then i was thinking okay um god who do you want me to speak about and so i believe it is this very person that made me think of him as an anonymous person i know that sentence sounds a little bit weird but you'll get it in a minute the person i want to talk to you about is about god or more specifically, the Holy Spirit. He is the person of the Godhead who so often gets overlooked. You see, the Godhead is three distinct people. There's there are three people, but they're all God. Each one has their own separate roles. There's God the Father, there's God the Son, and there's God the Holy Spirit. I know we hear about the Holy Spirit and that he's mentioned, but A lot of us have a hard time knowing or understanding this person of the Trinity, and most of us don't quite understand how he fits into the picture. So we know God the Father, God the Father created all things, He sent His only Son um, to be redemption for us all. We know about God the Son, Jesus Christ, and how He took on the form of a human and became like us, and we see the work that He did uh, in the New Testament for three years, and how He suffered, died, was buried, and rose again, and how he did that to give us eternal life. But when it comes to the Holy Spirit, it's a little fuzzy, and so we don't quite understand the role that he plays in our lives. I know when I say spirit, it gets a little weird. I don't know about you, but when I first heard the concept of the Holy Spirit, I was like, okay, so one day Casper the friendly ghost is going to come in my room and in the middle of the night and he's going to talk to me. Or maybe if you're a little bit more modern, you might think of spirit like this guy, Zero. The guy from Nightmare Before Christmas. But in reality, the Holy Spirit, he is not a ghost. But he's a person who comes and he wants to live with us and when we accept jesus in our lives he wants to come live in our lives but my goal is to demystify the holy spirit you know he is not scary he's not overwhelming he's actually super gentle and he's a sensitive guy and this is the person that jesus sent to come help us walk out our christian life and so When I say important, I mean, he's super important. Important than Pastor Angel or any of our church staff or a counselor or a TV evangelist, no matter how good their sermons are. But you say, really, really, is he that important? Well, we'll see just how important he is when we look at how Jesus actually introduces the Holy Spirit to his disciples. So, the night before Jesus was about to be crucified, he's trying to fill his disciples with all sorts of information, as much as he could cram into them before he gets taken away to be crucified. Kind of like, you know, a person's on their last breath, they know that their timeline is coming short, so they try and feed their kids all the information that they can. Like, you know that butter tub in the back of the pantry, that has my will in it? and make sure to punch my dentures because you know she's been without teeth for way too long and my social media password is bubbles11 make sure you post on there that i passed away i want my funeral full and you know that lumpy mattress in the guest room i've been tucking away cash in that thing for decades so make sure you get that don't just throw it away but for real Jesus is trying to feed his disciples all the pertinent information that he can give them before he goes away. And he knew that he was going to be taken away and that the disciples were going to be scared and he was trying to give them some comfort. And so in John 14, 16, it says, And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and he will be in you. And then in 1426, it says, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and remind you of everything that I have said to you. Jesus was basically saying, listen, I know you're freaking out right now, but it's going to be okay. I'm going to send you another advocate, meaning someone like me, but not me. And this someone that I'm going to send you, he's not temporary. He's going to be able to be with you forever. I know you don't get it right now, but it's all good. I really, really like the way that the amplified version says it because it puts the word advocate here in Greek, which means parakletos, which means to call to one side to bring aid or to bring help. And so when we read it in the Amplified Version, it encompasses all of these things. John 14, 16, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby, to be with you forever. The spirit of truth who the world cannot receive And take into its heart because it does not see him or know him but you know him because he the holy spirit remains with you continually and will be with you and then in 16 7 he even goes on to say but i tell you the truth it is to your advantage that i go away for if i do not go away the helper comforter advocate intercessor counselor strengthener standby will not come to you But if I go, I will send him, the Holy Spirit, to you to be in close fellowship with you. Now, I don't know about you, but if I were one of them, I'd be like, Jesus, to my advantage, are you sure? I have you every day with me by my side. But the thing that we don't realize about Jesus is that he was limited in his human form. He was not on my present meaning he couldn't be raising lazarus from the dead and speaking to the woman at the well just like you and i but the person of the holy spirit he can be everywhere at all times with all people and so i'm sure jesus was like you know what it has been amazing being here with you walking with you but he the holy spirit is the one that I need to walk with you. He is the one that you need. So I'm sure the disciples had no idea how much the Holy Spirit would work and how much he would do for them. But what he was going to do for them, he wasn't going to just do for them. He was going to do for us also. You see, the Holy Spirit wants to work in our lives too. And so I want to just demystify the Holy Spirit and give you a few things of what he's here to do. First of all, the most important thing that he is here to do is he leads us to Jesus. So his primary job is to glorify God. In John 16, 14, it says, I will glorify and honor me because he, the Holy Spirit, no, he will glorify and honor me because he, the Holy Spirit, will take from what is mine and will disclose it to you. And then it says, and he, in verse eight, and he, when he comes, will convict the world about the guilt of sin and the need for a savior and about righteousness and about judgment. You see, every week we talk about salvation. We talk about how God came to earth and how he died on the cross and he became human and he walked with us. But all of that talk, none of that works without the Holy Spirit. That courage that you sensed when you decided to take that step of faith and accept Jesus into your heart, that whole thing, it was a setup, encouraged by the Holy Spirit. I'm sure every one of us in this room that have experienced Jesus and made him the Lord of their lives, remember that nudging, that butterfly feeling in the stomach, before we decided to accept him. Because it was the Holy Spirit that was saying, hey, he was encouraging and the need of a savior. And so, wouldn't it suck if we finally took that step, we got saved, we gave our life over to Jesus, and then God the Father and Jesus the Son were like, cool. Now you're on your own. Okay. But they didn't do that. They gave us the Holy Spirit to help us out. He helps us. I'm sure when the disciples were waiting on Jesus and he was speaking to him, they were thinking, okay, Jesus is leaving us, but he says, you know what? No, I'm going to leave, but I will send someone who will help you and he's gonna be with you forever. And when John described this and that that word Parakletos, I believe he used that word because it has such a huge meaning behind it because there are so many ways that the Holy Spirit helps us. And so we wanna live our lives for Jesus, but we can't do that on our own. We don't have the strength to do it on our own. We need his help, is that he gives us comfort. In John 14, 27, it says, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. There's been so many times in my life that I've felt overwhelmed by a situation and I've seen other people go through that same situation and basically come out of that situation crazy you know they probably lost their marbles in that situation but I've come out of that situation maybe rough maybe scuffed up a little bit but I've had the mind-boggling peace carrying me through that situation and I'm sure I'm not the only one there's been those of us here that have gone through hard times and the Holy Spirit has been there he's been helping you he's been your peace through that situation even if you didn't know it he is that presence that's helped you through and it says he is our advocate in John 16:14. he said I will send another advocate If he said, I'm going to send another advocate, so who was the first advocate? Jesus. The Bible says Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he is talking to God for us. Well, so what is the second advocate doing? What is the Holy Spirit doing? He is speaking to us, for us. All of that good in our lives, he's speaking truth into our lives, He is the person speaking love, grace, positivity into our lives. I don't know about you, but I have a lot of negativity that comes into my life on a daily basis. I need the help of the Holy Spirit to feed me the good, to feed me the positivity, to be my advocate, to speak to me for me, because me by myself, I cannot do it. I need the Holy Spirit. He is my advocate. Thank God he's my advocate because I can't do it alone. He's our intercessor. Romans 8.26 says, In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. There's been a lot of times in my life that I've been overcome by situations and I have no idea what to pray. And it's during those times that I turn to the Holy Spirit and I'm like, you know what, God, I don't know what to pray. I'm empty. I really don't know what the right answer is. Your Bible, you know, doesn't give me the right It doesn't give me a clear answer in this situation. Everything feels unclear. I'm hurt. I'm heartbroken, but you, Holy Spirit, you know all. So please pray on my behalf. And I've noticed that when I say, you know what, God, I need you to pray on my behalf because what I'm going to pray is going to be wrong. I want your judgment on this person. I want to take retribution for the hurt that has been caused to me. But when I say Holy Spirit, you pray. Because what you pray is going to be right. He will do that. He is our intercessor. First and foremost, I think the Holy Spirit, He's our teacher. In John 14 26 it says but the advocate the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and will remind you of everything that I have said to you he teaches us in so many ways he is our counselor there's so many practical ways that we can use the Holy Spirit to teach us and guide us and first I think It's his word. And so I'm going to be really real. There's a lot of times that I will read the Bible and I will close it or shut down my app and be like, yeah, that was useless and get anything out of that. (laughs) Nothing, nothing at all. But then there's other times that I'll read the Bible and I'll be like, wow, because the words just jumped out to me. But the really, really cool time is when I am in the midst of a situation or a conversation with somebody, and all of a sudden, that word, that verse, that at the time seemed useless, suddenly applies to the situation. That's the Holy Spirit bringing understanding into our lives. Isn't that good? Like, aren't you glad he does that? That is such a relief that I could know that I read his word and he will bring it to remembrance. That he will use everything that I work for in my Christian walk and he will use it and bring it. So that way I could use it later on to either help myself or help others. One thing, another thing the Holy Spirit does that's very, very, very practical is he teaches us to pray. In Ephesians 6.18 it says, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep praying for God's people. Honestly, when I pray, I ask the Holy Spirit for his help. Because most of the time when I'm praying for somebody, I don't know their situation. So I'll say, Holy Spirit, I don't know their situation, but you do. Meet them at the point of their need. Be that sweet, small voice of love and grace in their ear. Minister to them in the area that they need your help. Quiet the voice of the enemy that they're listening to. And when I ask for the Holy Spirit for his help when I pray for somebody, you know what ends up happening? All of the sudden, I start praying specifically for their needs. Why? Not because I'm psychic, I'll tell you that for sure. But because the Holy Spirit, He knows. He knows what our friends and our family are going through. And so when we say, Holy Spirit, help me to pray for them, He gives us insight, supernatural insight, into their situations and allows us to, to speak over those situations. Isn't that exciting? Like, that, that excites me. I'm like, wow, that was good. Praise God. Um, but I think one of the least utilized ways that, we, that the Holy Spirit wants to walk with us in our life is that, you know, we get saved, and we try and conquer this sin thing on our own. You and me, maybe it's just me, but I think it's you and me, have this ongoing battle with sin. And so he wants to help us live a less and less sin-filled life. Some of us call it sanctification, some of us call it holiness, A few years ago, they called it the WWJD movement. What would Jesus do? Whatever you want to call it. Each and every one of us that has experienced the love and the grace of Jesus, we want to live a better life. This is not just our own human will, but it's the Holy Spirit working in us. And so it says in Galatians 5.16, So I say, Walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are not in conflict with each other. So they are in conflict. They are in conflict with each other. Um, So that you are not to do whatever But you are led by the Spirit and you are not under the law. You see, day by day, the Holy Spirit wants us to change into the image of God and he is only able to help us do that when we ask for his help now i i wish i could tell you different but we are probably not going to be perfect people until we see jesus face to face but on a daily basis the holy spirit wants to help us with our character flaws and our sin issues now you know, each of us has our own character flaws and our own sin issues. you know, like asking for a water cup at Freddy's and getting Sprite instead because, you know, they're both like clear liquids, right? You know, just, you know so. or, you know, not taking back that, that box of Capri Sun to the store when you look at your receipts and realize it stayed in your cart. didn't get scanned or you know being a, a person that lived in New York for a long time and driving in Greeley and getting really really upset when people drive slowly and passing them up with the mosaic sticker on your back windshield FYI none of these are specific to me you know just just saying You know we we all have our own character flaws right but honestly the Holy Spirit wants to move in our lives he wants to change us into the image of God and so there's a quote that people always say it says show me who your friends are and I will tell you who you are I think for this reason we as parents So much want our kids to hang out with the good crowd, right? You know, we don't want him hanging out with the little troublemaker down the block, that type of thing. Um, We're concerned about our kids' friends. But honestly, I think at the end of the day, it's true. We become a little bit like those people that we surround ourselves with. And so those of us that have been married for a really long time, I think we've probably taken on some characteristics of our mates. And so me and my husband, we've been married for 23 years, and so we decided, yes, to take a selfie the other day, and uh, you know, those similarities. <laughs> They're pretty astounding, I'm just saying. <laughs> I know, it's kind of scary, kind of scary. for real, as we spend more and more time with the Holy Spirit, God begins to dwell in us, and we begin to slowly but surely start taking on those characteristics, those characteristics of God that he wants to impart into our life. And so I have this glove, right? And this glove has been amazing. It has helped me pull weeds. It has helped, protected my hand from splinters. It's protected me from the heat. It helped me lift up bricks. But if I take this glove and I say to it, pick up the book, what's it gonna do? Is the glove of any use? Can it do any of that? No. It's just gonna stay there, lying on the ground, dormant. Why? Because this glove can't pick up anything without my hand inside of it. And just like the the glove can't do anything without my hand, we can't think that we can do anything without the work of the Holy Spirit inside of us. And so many of us have been trying to read our bible we've been trying to figure out how to pray on our own we've been trying to deal with our sin and our character character issues our personal issues our hang- hang-ups without his guidance listen listen trying to serve god without the holy spirit it's pointless the holy spirit wants to convict us of sin he wants to lead us to jesus but he also wants us to walk with him day in and day out and he promises you know what i'm going to be there forever he is the most important part of us walking out this christian life but he is such a gentleman he's not going to force himself on you He wants you to ask Him. Holy Spirit, walk with me. So I encourage you this week, talk to the Holy Spirit. Invite Him into your conversations. Ask Him to help you with your sin issues. Doesn't matter how big it is, He's big. He can deal with it. Ask Him for His guidance and His direction. When you Go to read the bible say holy spirit illuminate your scripture help me to pray tap into that he's waiting for you and he wants for you and him to get to know each other in an intimate manner and so you might be sitting here today and saying you know what that jesus that the holy spirit makes big alumni, Glorifies that Jesus I have not accepted him in my heart. I believe the Holy Spirit is talking to your heart right now And so we're going to just say a simple prayer There's nothing magical about the words, but it's your heart behind them, and I believe the Holy Spirit is going to Come into your heart and introduce you to Jesus With everybody's eyes closed and head bowed Dear Jesus Thank you for coming and dying on the cross for me. I accept you into my heart. I ask that your Holy Spirit would help me walk out this walk. And that I would live for you from this day forward. And with that, in your holy name I pray, amen. And for those of you that have been in this Christian walk for a long time, I invite you, look for the Holy Spirit. He wants to be your friend. We're just going to say a simple prayer right now. We're going to ask him to go with you to this week. Holy Spirit, I thank you. I thank you that you want to show yourself real in our lives. I pray that you would be with each and every person that is in this place and that you would show them how to walk the Christian walk? That you would be with them, that you would lead them, lead them, that you would be their friend, Lord God. We thank you that your Holy Spirit does not leave us to walk this walk alone, but you're here to lead us and guide us. In your holy name, we pray. Amen. If everybody could please stand and sing this. Song. Nope. Never mind.
1: <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That was uh, an incredible message for me to remind me to walk with the Holy Spirit. So if you just said that prayer and invited God into your life, will you scan that QR code? We have some materials we want to send to you to support you on this journey. We were not meant to live life alone. So scan that QR code, select new believer, and we just have some stuff we want to send you. If this is... Uh, One of the first times you've been to Mosaic, if you've been coming and you're like, I don't know, I don't know if I want to introduce myself yet. Well, we want to get to know you. We're not going to spam you, send you a bunch of stuff. We just want to send you a hello and get to know you a little bit. So if you'll scan that same QR code, they're also on the back of the chairs in front of you, and select, um, you know, new to Mosaic, then we want to get to know you a little bit. You can also text that phone number on the screen, welcome, and it'll do the same thing. Here at Mosaic, we believe in baptism. So when you go into the water, you are your old self. When you emerge from the water after being baptized, you are a new person. You're the person God created you to be and This is a new journey that you are on. If you've never been baptized, we would love for you to get baptized here at Mosaic. Our next baptism Sunday is next Sunday, June 4th. That same QR code, scan it, you can sign up. It's a great, great Sunday, one of my favorite Sundays. So please, please get baptized if you never have, it's awesome a good way to start your journey. And speaking of journey, on next Sunday, June 4th at 5 p.m., we have Discover. So maybe you're wondering, like, I've been to Mosaic a few times. I want to know a little bit more. Well, Discover is an opportunity to share a meal with the staff here at Mosaic. We discuss the mission and the values, as well as how we handle leadership finances, the whole enchilada. And it will probably be discussed over enchiladas, so lots of enchiladas to be had, okay? (laughs) So you should come. It's a great time to learn more about Mosaic and also yourself, why God created you, what team you could be a part of here. Um, You should come, it's it's a great time. Uh, Tonight, we have our worship night. It is tonight at seven o'clock here. It's a great time. Do you guys feel refreshed after worship and praise? Like, man, they're awesome. I come to a small group here on Monday nights when they're rehearsing, and they do this awesome thing where they go, like, la, la, li, li, he, he. And it makes me laugh every time because I'm, like, 12 years old. But I don't know what I was going with that. I think all to say that they prepare to bring us into worship with them. And so come to that it's going to be a great night to be refreshed and refueled for the next week and month our last announcement for today is we have baby bottles out in the foyer the reason why we have those baby bottles is that if you've ever been pregnant whether it was expected or unexpected you know that it's scary that it's a financial burden that there's a lot of things that you have to take into account with the pregnancy and so we support the pregnancy resource here in Greeley which provides women and families with added supports during a pregnancy. If you see those baby bottles, grab one, fill it up with money to donate to them. Um, and we'll collect them on Father's Day. I'm gonna say a prayer over today's tithes and offering. Mosaic lives to give. We are such a generous church here and I love being around each and every one of y'all. You have created me to be a more generous person the way that Jesus has called us to be. There are four ways to give on the screen. You can also scan that QR code. I'm going to say your prayer over our offering and to dismiss us. If you have individual prayer needs, we have an amazing prayer team. They'll be up here ready to pray with you um, for this week. So if y'all will close your eyes, bow your heads. Dear God, thank you so much. We know that a lot of folks have plans to be here this morning.